Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Pastor's Table. I'm so glad that you tuned in. There's many people in the world, and there's many believers, and we're all different, and we can learn something from one another. And this episode, we're going to talk a bit about that and different denominations and how we can have our hearts change so that we can look to others uh, differently and see others differently. It's so important to be open and learn from others and also to freely give that grace that has been given to us. We've been talking about foundation and we've also been talking about um, learning from others and receiving truth from others and how sometimes those things don't fit. Uh, Hearing it from a different group of people, a different group of Christians doesn't necessarily fit within our preference and sometimes those things and or just hearing of uh, someone gossip or say something negative can cause us to shy away from what someone else might have to share with us. Mm-hmm. That could be life-changing truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, yeah. I've got a couple examples in my life, actually, um, as we're just talking on the break here. So there's two things that, that came up, and um, one of them is a little bit more recent than the other, but, uh, and I was on a different side of the fence in both those situations. I was, the first one happened to be, you know, I was raised in a certain charismatic style church. Well, if I went back further, you'd probably, there was a different, like a, a, a different denomination I was raised in, and then uh, one that was more charismatic. And so, um, you know, I was, I was starting to pursue the Lord in my own, in my own way at the time. I was a young man and didn't really know a whole lot, but was wanting to learn. And so the Lord brought some, someone into my life that was very different personality type to me. <laughs> right, uh, the kind that can easily offend <laughs> because they're just loud and somewhat brash and a little aggressive, and you know that's not my personality type. So I kind of you know, give a wide berth to that kind sometimes. And but I started to listen, and this person invited me. Oh, we're we're having a home group. We're going to start building a church. I was like, oh, okay. And so I thought, well, you know, I'll I'll go and check this out. And I started hearing the word in a way that I hadn't heard it before. Mm. And I'm looking at, listening to that and saying, oh, I haven't heard that before. And I had an opportunity for a couple things. A couple things to say, well, because I haven't heard it that way, I'm not going to listen to it. Mm. I could have said that. Or I could have you know, said something like, well, that's your interpretation mm-hmm. of the word. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but I decided to listen and actually go and check it in my Bible. And say, okay, well... You know, like the Bereans in the book of Acts talks yes. about the Bereans that they went and checked their Bibles. They checked their, the Word of God written down to see whether what was being said was indeed true or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a very good, important lesson for all of us because there's a lot of stuff out there that isn't God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that didn't come from Him, just that's right. some man's idea. Yeah. But this is the standard by which we measure mm-hmm. whether it is the Word of the Lord or not. And so, you know, I had just went and checked my Bible and started to realize, actually, this, this is in my Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And within a short period of time, God began to uh, change my life. He, uh, that was at that time that the Word of Faith message is something I started listening to. Mm-hmm. And He changed my life with that because it brought great understanding, expectation, faith into my life, all sorts of things like that, that, that changed, changed me, changed uh, the course that I was on, all sorts of things like that. So I'm very thankful and, and gr- you know, excited about that, happy for that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, over a period of time, I started to do something where I started to 
well, you're, you don't have what I have kind of mm. message. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. I had been in your shoes. Now I'm over here, and so I'm not going to listen to you anymore mm. because I know better. Mm. That's not a good place to be <laughs> in. That's, that's just to say, you know, that's not a good place to be in. Because the Bible says that knowledge puffs up, yeah. Yeah. but love would actually build up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I really did know something more, then if it was truly working and living in my life, it would produce the nature of God, which is love, mm -hmm. which means that I would have reached out and mm -hmm. offered to help, or I would not have separated myself from others mm -hmm. because I knew something that they didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? If it was really working in my life and it wasn't just in my head, it would have produced a godly character. And now God doesn't do that to people. Mm -hmm. He's not separating them out in the mm -hmm. body and carving them up like a ham. He's not doing that. Oh, you're a, you know, there are not, there's not a Baptist section of heaven and a Methodist <laughs> section of heaven, right? It, it's not that way, We're right? We're so glad. Yeah. Exactly. All oh, the Pentecostals are over there. Like, he, he doesn't. Because they're loud. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll give them a lot of space. Noise. Right? We're not, they, he doesn't do things like That's that. That's right. And the other thought that came to mind is that recently that same mentality um, was challenging. Well, it's a few years back now. But um, I ended up sitting at a table with Christians that um, I, you know, I didn't know them that well, but I just started talking with them. And I would have called them flaky granola Christians, you know, <laughs> fruits, nuts, and flakes. Gr granola Christians, because uh, I won't go into detail, but I'm sure you understand <laughs> what I'm referring to. And I just, it, it, that's, that's not my, I don't, I don't like that. So I'm sitting there listening to them, and, I, and part of me is going, oh, man, oh, you know, like, you know, doing that. And uh, all of a sudden, I start hearing a conversation that where two are having, and it was a big table, and people were talking, and multiple conversations going on. And they uh, start talking about, you know, I was talking to so-and-so, and I was able to share the gospel with them. And then they came to church, and then they got born again. And they're talking about all these things that God is doing in their midst. And I just suddenly realize I'm being stupid because <laughs> here I am uh, judging these people and yet they are reaching others that I probably could not ever reach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're winning the lost to the Lord. Mm -hmm. They're doing the works of the yeah. Lord. So who am I to criticize their flavor, mm -hmm. right, when they're getting the job done, mm -hmm. when they're yeah. accomplishing things? And like I said, they're reaching people I may never, ever reach. Yeah. So who am I to go and, and criticize and call them granola Christians and so mm -hmm. on and so forth? That's not my place to do that. Mm -hmm. So it really helped me, again, just kind of like the Lord is one of those things where the Lord brings you into a situation, His plan for your life, right? Mm -hmm. to, brings you and says, here, I want to show, show you something. Yeah. Have, a, have a look at this. Yeah. And it's not the people at the table. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the attitude in my own heart. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he was illustrating to me and showing me. And I went, ah, okay. Now, I might not agree with all their doctrine, but the thing is, from a foundation perspective, they're going into all the world yeah. and yes. sharing the gospel with people. Absolutely. Yeah. They're doing the basic foundational things of the Word of God. Yeah. So just because I don't like the way that in which they go about living their lives mm -hmm. as Christians and think it's weird, uh, that's, that is not my place to criticize because Amen. they are still going out and doing what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we can talk about one of those, uh, one of the primary divisive points 
uh, let me let me come at it from this perspective because we've mentioned a few people in our episodes here that we know are trouble for some, and 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 people that have changed our life and helped us grow and and be strong in our foundation. Mm-hmm. And as a pastor for many years, we have done a lot of marriage counseling, and I can tell you with all the statistics that one of the primary problems in marriages of fighting happens with money. So money is a problem for many. And as soon as you say money, people get upset, partly because of selfish reasons, perspectives. Mm -hmm. You understand money from all kinds of Mm -hmm. avenues. You know that in work, it's a problem as Mm -hmm. well. Where there's money involved, there's danger. Mm -hmm. And so when we see this and we come at it from a perspective of, well, you know, this person believes something about prosperity and we go prosperity equals money when it doesn't. Mm. Prosperity equals a lot of things. And yeah. so uh, we know this, um, many people who have met some of the people we've talked about for, that we follow that are faith uh, teachers and preachers like Kenneth Copeland, they are very loving mm-hmm. and very kind. He, would, he, he never criticizes those who criticize him. And I don't know of any person that I've seen currently on the internet who takes probably as much criticism as he does. Mm -hmm. And he continues to walk in love and faith. But can we hear his message because it's so clouded in words of division and because he's different and he's not our flavor and we don't like, and we make this assumption that because he used the word money that, that there's something wrong. I grew up with that understanding that it was more blessed to give than to receive and lived in poverty for a long time. I did what you did and and pulled out those scriptures and tried to point out where he was wrong and point out where you shouldn't confess and found myself terribly wrong. <laughs> and And when I was open to hearing a different perspective, you see, it's not that money corrupts people. It's always an attitude thing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to go into all the world, I'm going to have to have some money, cost money to fly there. I, uh, I'm not the kind of person who believes God gets up and like, well, we're going to transport by the Holy Ghost to another country. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> and, and so we understand the Bible costs money to print. Uh, the gospel books cost money to print. It takes money to fly there. It takes money to feed the hungry. All these things require money. It's that money shouldn't have us. Yeah. And we can't allow the teaching or the possibility of that teaching corrupting us. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. our attitude about the money. And so we have to be able to say, you know, maybe they've got something and an understanding here that will help me mm-hmm. and be open to that. And while on the other side, some of my wonderful Baptist friends are so good at discipleship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so can we learn from both perspectives mm-hmm. and not run away how many times we've tried to come together and bring unity by, by sitting down. Okay, well, we know these are the problems. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna discuss all the problems and we'll see if we can resolve them. And that didn't work either. Mm-hmm. And we know that it comes by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's working. why the Bible says that it's unity in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's right. And just like you said, it was the Holy Spirit that quickened you. Mm-hmm. So the next time you feel uncomfortable, don't let the uncomfortable feelings of a different teaching block you from possibly receiving that jewel. Maybe it is that treasure in the field that you have to dig up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't let the dirt around it stop you from getting the treasure, you know. And mm-hmm. people say dirty things about other people. We need to stop, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, I, I keep, this example keeps coming back to me. Um, 
was actually an interaction with Pastor Jason a number of years ago. And um, we were talking and it was something that happened to him uh, like that week that we were talking and he had, um, you'd been at somebody's house, you were painting their house mm -hmm. and um, noticed that they had Christian books on, on their mm -hmm. shelf. Yeah. And um, you, you started talking to them about it and um, found through the conversation that, were, that there were some definite differences in what you believed about God, mm -hmm. but God helped you to find a common ground with that person. Yeah. Yes. And, excuse me, that really changed me, mm. helped me to look past all that other stuff, the, the granola stuff like you're talking mm -hmm. about, mm -hmm. or the stuff that, you know, that I, I know isn't right necessarily, but find that common ground with mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've been talking about being teachable, and part of being a teacher and encouraging someone is being teachable yourself, mm -hmm. and, and, and learning to grow beyond the differences and, and find that common ground in the Bible based in the Holy Spirit that you can that you can come alongside that person with and encourage them and, and edify them and lift them up and help them. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. As you can see, it's it is an emotional thing. I we're not excusing or, or saying that somebody didn't teach something that was incorrect. Uh, none of us is perfect yet. Yes. <laughs> Still working but, on that. But to be able to face it, and and to face and say, you know what, I was wrong, and the world did not stop spinning. <laughs> yeah. It did not. It's gone. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and 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 we say, oh my, but he was building something. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand about healing, and uh, my understanding changed. How did it change? I had to listen to people that made me feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and I realized one day. My goodness, it wasn't God withholding healing ever. I, I was too ashamed sometimes to admit that I had done some things that had opened the door for sickness to come my way. Mm -hmm. Things I had claimed, this is not a funny one, but it kind of is, because it had to do with being clumsy. And because of my last name, C-L-U-N-N, uh, before I was married, so people just called me clunk because I always walked into doors and things and tripped over my own feet. And and so it became a thing. and And... I discovered that as I got older that it, it ran in the family line. My father was clumsy, my brother can be clumsy, his children can be clumsy, and, and I was clumsy and just tripped and fell and tripped. I mean, you know, I twisted my ankle, like, it, it was crazy. And, and these kinds of things, and, and you wouldn't necessarily put that in the category of sickness, but I confessed it and happily laughed about it. Yep, ah, clunk, mm. I'm just a clunker, you know, and, and I agreed with that. Mm -hmm. But when I decided to hear those other words, that, that I was my own designer of what was going on, yes, it was uncomfortable. I had to, I had to admit, I had paved the way for clunk to have a place in my life. I'm not clumsy anymore. Mm -mm. And I don't say that over myself. But those kinds of things are what keep us from each other. Can we admit and, and say, you know, I, I, those fruit and nuts, Plex, you know what? I love granola. I love to eat granola, actually. And, and so 
I enjoy the fruits and nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some places they do things different. One of the, the great things that I've noticed about the people who seem to be a little excess in ways that I wasn't is their great passion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. great passion. And in the, while they're having great passion, maybe it feels the rest of us who are not quite as open, um, maybe that's what really makes us want to call them a name and separate each other by names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's name the thing we don't like in that way. It paints the door with our words and just yeah. keeps them out. Mm-hmm. We've got to find other ways to address these things. And yeah, y- you know what? It is okay to say, you know what? I did feel uncomfortable. That's a beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, we like the, what God's word says, as freely as we receive, freely give. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of, you know, we have enough grace that we've received that we can extend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> uh, you know what? God has been very gracious to mm-hmm. all of us. And we can extend that grace to others. Yes, we can. And, uh, and, not, and not look for the wrong, mm-hmm. but look for the right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it, it, like as a teacher... I can't, like if I always look for the wrong, you know, the right doesn't have a chance to grow. Oh, good. <laughs> so we really, you know, and there's lots of things that, that, that five-year-olds are working on. <laughs> <laughs> but there's lots of things they're doing right. They got m- minds that are like sponges that mm-hmm. just love to learn and love, like, you know, and you can just make the most boring thing, the most exciting thing, and they're just so happy. <laughs> they're just so happy. It, it doesn't take much to be special. And the, jo- the joy of life mm-hmm. that's in them, and the play, and the learning. I just love their minds. And I could focus on what's not going right, mm-hmm. and how come they're not learning this, and what's going on, and how come we're fighting, and how mm-hmm. come we're doing this. You know, I could focus on that all day mm-hmm. long. But what brings me back is all the good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. You were talking about the abundance of grace in our lives. Well, look at what our original uh, verse that we were ta- we've been talking about, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. says, according to the grace of God. Yes. Yeah. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, this is Paul speaking, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. According to the grace of God. Mm-hmm. It's His grace in our lives that allows us to be um, to be used by Him and to work with Him and to work with other people and to to look past all these things that we've been talking about and and Absolutely. yeah and it's it's a good it's a good thing that we circle back to that scripture. I mean, if you think about um, if we've learned something, anything that we've learned. Uh, that's of any real value. It's something that God showed us. Amen. Yes. Not yeah. something we sought out and figured out Amen. on our own. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was given to us by grace. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we might have a brick that someone else doesn't have. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not calling other people one brick short of a load. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I mean. Yeah. But there's <laughs> enough bricks for us to build. Together. Right. There's <laughs> enough. Bri- and what I'm getting at is, if if they don't have the brick that I have, I'm not condemning them for not having mm-hmm. that brick. No. I'm not judging them mm-hmm. for not having the same brick. As, I mean, who gave me the brick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The same God who gave me the brick mm-hmm. wants to give them that yeah. brick. Amen. And if I'm really operating in that grace mm-hmm. and as a wise master builder, mm-hmm. then I'm going to extend that grace by offering that brick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look to do what can build them up, mm-hmm. not criticize them for not having the same brick as I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You brought that scripture also from Isaiah mm-hmm. where it says, repairing 
the old ways. That's places. right. Yeah. And when we're talking about our foundations, we've recognized that in the last couple of bits here that we've been talking, that there were some dust and dirt that needed to be removed <laughs> from the foundations. <laughs> and anything that needs to be rebuilt, you have to get down to the, mm, yes. down to, and clean it up so before yeah. you put the things on. <clears throat> yeah. And we're grateful for the blood of Jesus that does that job so mm -hmm. well. Amen. It cleans up so that those waste places become mm -hmm. great places of God's presence, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His, His ways, his character, mm -hmm. and I think that that's, that's probably, we've, we've been so unsuited of his presence that we didn't realize, oh look, mm -hmm. he's rebuilding our character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right. And Amen. that's the part that's gonna hold us, amen. Amen. amen.